Welcome to the HR Mentor Podcast, the podcast for emerging HR practitioners to get practical advice, tools, and strategies to build credibility, confidence, and ultimately a fulfilling HR career. Hey there, I'm Melanie Reed, and this is the HR Mentor. Today, I'm so excited to be bringing you part two of my interview with Dean Lempers, one of my former students a new HR grad, and someone who just got his first HR job. In this part of the interview, Dean shares a little bit about his experience with starting his new job and some of the things that he's already learned along the way. He also loops back to his job search and reminds us of what made him successful and shares his best advice for those of you that are out there searching or just starting your first HR job. I think you're really going to enjoy what he has to say and appreciate the perspective that he brings. In this episode, I also share one of my favorite stories from my career. You're not going to want to miss it. Unless, of course, you're taking staffing and planning with me in the fall, in which case you're probably going to hear it again, just with a few more details. So as we pick up our conversation with Dean in this episode, I've just asked him if he can share a little bit about his new job and what he's been up to in the first two weeks. Here's what he had to say. So right now, I've been at my new job for two weeks now. I have followed my HR around pretty much everywhere. It's kind of tough with me because in the pipeline industry, there is so much going on at once. It's hard for her to just sit down and train me. Because there's always things going on. There's always a problem. There's always something that needs her attention. So my training has kind of been slow, but my learning has been kind of increased because I'm following her everywhere. If she has an issue to handle, I'm following her. I'm going to sit down in that meeting or whatever, and I'm learning how she talks to people. One thing that I've also noticed really fast too is that HR is, is just one giant relationship. So if this is my first job out of university and I got the lead position, it would be very hard for me to do anything because I don't know anyone. So my HR lead knows everyone works at my job and has a good relationship with everyone. So another reason why I'm following her around is to just like my job search, get my name and face and personality out there so that everyone is comfortable with who I am comfortable with me as an HR person, knows that I'm not there just to bust them on whatever issue that they made. And I'm making friendship. Yeah. And I am building a rapport with everyone so that when there is a big issue, they have no problem with coming to me. Dean, you just said everything I want every person to know by their third year in an HR profession. (laughs) Because some people go their whole career and they don't learn that. And when people ask me, well, what made you successful in different organizations? The number one thing was building relationships. It wasn't my knowledge, even though that was solid. It wasn't my experience, even though that was solid. It was because I knew how to build relationships with people and understand what their pain points were so that You're absolutely right. When they had a problem, they never hesitated to call me. And they knew that even if I didn't have the answer, I would help them figure it out. But you have Mm -hmm. to trust somebody in order to do that, especially when they make a mistake, right? They're not going to come to you if they feel like they're going to get a finger wagged at them or, you know, they're going to get thrown under the bus. And so that takes time to do. And it's funny because I just 
in my podcast episode this week that I just released yesterday, I was talking about, you know, how to make a positive impact in the first 90 days. And those things you just talked about are exactly what I talked about. Learning everything you can and absorbing information and trying to clarify things and getting out there and meeting people as much mm-hmm. as you can and trying to understand sort of what the organization is about and who's who and, and what's important to them, right? So well, I mean, awesome. and that just sets you up for success a lot more than going in and trying to make change because you think it's best when you don't know the industry or you don't know the company very well and that might not be how they do things or whatever. It just sets you up a lot better for success. Absolutely. It, it just makes your life easier. Of course it does. And it makes it more fun, right? Because I don't know about you, but I don't want to give somebody advice on something I don't feel confident in. Like I don't even want to go there. And that's when you can make pretty bad mistakes. And it can be career limiting as well to do that. Yeah, absolutely. So in terms of your role, can you explain a little bit about what your role is, what your job title is, just sort of in a general sense, the type of role you have? Sure. So it's going to be a very bland answer because I don't really know that yet. So I am HR administrator for Sereris Murphy Joint Venture. I report to my HR lead. I wish that I was getting trained every day, but it's kind of, I'm trying to figure it out on my own as well as getting like little bits and training here and there. It's an industry I've never been in. So I have to learn a bunch of different terms. I have to learn how things work. At our peak, we will have five or 600 people working. So right now on site, we only have a hundred. So me and my HR lead have been writing tons of offer letters. We've been sifting through resumes yeah. and we're just trying to fill different crews. Yeah. But that's where me not knowing the industry, like I have to learn things. So like I have to hire people that I've never heard this title before. Right. So like, I don't know what half the people do there, which is another reason why I'm just sitting down learning and yeah. I'm trying because I've noticed that in every interaction that my HR lead has, she always knows what the foreman's talking about. She always understands what's happening. Whereas I don't even know how their crew works. So it's just a constant learning process. Yeah. I wish I could have like a set thing and say, this is what I do, but it changes every day. I don't know what I'm going to be doing when I show up to work, but I love going to work. I love the people I work with. It's a lot of laid back, down to earth people. And it just makes my life easier because I will ask foremen and superintendents, like really high up people. Like I'll ask them simple questions and they have very simple answers for me and they don't get mad at me or whatever. It's a blessing really. That's awesome. It's funny because when you were talking about having to learn new roles, I remember when I started with the city of Abbotsford, Shortly after I started, I actually went on maternity leave. So I found out I was pregnant before they offered me the job. But when I came back or even before my mat leave was over, my director called me and said, hey, we need somebody to look after job classifications, compensation, do all the job evaluation. And it was an area of HR I hadn't focused on. And it was my first unionized workplace. So I was like, you know what? Yeah, let's do it. I'll, I'll take this on. And I had never worked in a municipality before. I didn't know what they did in the streets. I didn't know what they did at the wastewater treatment plant or what they did in parks or bylaw or any of these things, right? 
So one of the first things I did when I started that job, whenever I had a job that I needed to review or we were going to be doing a recruitment on is I got out of my office and I went and met with the manager and I observed what they were doing. Uh -huh. Because I'm a visual person and there's no way I could have written a job description about what happens in the wastewater treatment plant without seeing it, right? Without knowing what the heck they're doing. Yeah. And that's where I've told you guys, oh, I don't know if I ever told you that story if you weren't in staffing and planning, but we had this job called Asphalt Man, uh -huh. but it was an old job description. It was from like 1982 or something. And this at the time was like 2007 or eight. I was trying to write this new job description and the manager's explaining it to me. And I'm thinking, I don't get it. This is, to me, this is raking asphalt. How is this so hard? Why do we have to pay so much? Yeah. And he's trying to tell me how difficult the job is. And I said, well, I want to see for myself. So off I go, the manager agrees to take me out to this crew where they're working in the park and they're just patching a piece of a sidewalk in a park. I bring a couple other people from HR and we got our high vis vests on and our high heel boots and I meet asphalt man. And he is, he's tall and and he's got a cutoff shirt. I mean, I hate to say it, but it was almost like a stereotype of a superhero with this giant rake. And so he's showing us how this all works. And I'm like, yeah, it doesn't still doesn't look that hard. And so I said to the manager, I want to try it. I, I want to try raking Ooh. this asphalt. And, and they probably loved watching you do that too. He was cringing. He did, Asphalt Man did not want to give me his rake. I was interrupting his work. He was so annoyed that we were there, but he did. And he let me try and rake it. Well, you know how small I am. I'm five foot one, if anything. And this rake literally went over my head. And so he gave me the rake and I could barely lift it. It was so heavy. And then he tried to teach me how to level off this patch of asphalt. And it was so hard. And it, but it was perfect because I went away realizing that this is not something that just anybody can do, that this is a skilled job, that it requires years of experience, et cetera. And so then I was able to go back and give it a proper evaluation and everything. But had I just sat at my desk, I never would have done that. And doing things like that also built my credibility with hiring managers because I was willing to try and understand them and the work they did. And it made my job easier, right? And uh -huh. so when you do those sorts of things, it's going to set you up for success in an organization, right? Well, if you just show your eagerness and willingness to learn, most normal people aren't going to turn you away. No. Like if, if, if you have an honest question or whatever about something that might seem simple to them, but they know, Hey, this is your first time or whatever, or you genuinely don't understand. Most people will, will just say, okay, well, yeah. this is how it is. This is what the process is, or this is what he does, etc." Most people are normal enough and easy enough to talk to that. They won't turn you away or anything. Absolutely. And I think we're afraid to ask for help or ask questions. We feel like we're bothering people, but I can't recall a time. And if it happened, it was so rare that I don't remember it where somebody said, no, I'm not going to tell you about what my people do or what my department does or help yeah. you understand. I, I've never experienced that. So that's all. Yeah, and so far, I, I've never ran into that either. Like if you have a genuine question 
And I've had this like a lot in the past two weeks where I'm asking foreman and I'm asking people like, Hey, what does that guy do? Or what does this term mean? And they'll, and they'll sit down and they'll say, he does this, he reports to this person and this is how the whole process works. And I'm like, thank you. So, so that loops around to the whole, just being willing to ask questions, being willing to put yourself out there when you know that you understand things, it just makes life easier. It builds a rapport. There's nothing bad that can come out of it. Yeah. That's awesome. So what would be your one piece of advice to other new graduates starting their HR career? Like if there was one thing you could tell people, what would it be? Don't just be the typical hand out a resume without putting in some effort. Like I never sent out an email or just gave a resume without having some sort of a conversation with them. The only way that I actually applied for jobs, most of the time I actually didn't apply. I only applied to like two or three jobs and that was to the jobs that I talked to people at the job fair. I never actually went and handed out resumes. I went, I took people out for coffee. I talked to them. I got my name, face, personality, and I got that out there into the businesses so that if a new job comes up and it's like a junior position or whatever, then there's a chance that my face will come into their head and they'll remember that, hey, we had a great time talking about HR or whatever, and I left a good impression on them. So I'd say go above and beyond, be willing to put yourself out there and don't be afraid of rejection. Like if someone says no, who cares? You're still in the same position that you were in. Nothing bad happened. You're still a graduate or you're still in your last year or whatever. There's nothing bad about getting rejected. It doesn't matter. Just move on to the next company. Be willing to keep searching. Don't take things personal. Be a sponge. If, if someone has advice for you, take it. Go out and talk to people. It's a lot simpler than I thought it was. Yeah. And you know, the whole rejection thing, that's huge. It's part of the process. And I don't think people realize that. A job search doesn't work where you like take your resume, you apply for one job and you get that job. That is not the process. That that almost (laughs) never happens. I think that's really good for people to realize that that is the process, is trial and error, trying different things, but being persistent with it. Yeah. And, and one thing that really helped me was like when I took these people out for coffee, a lot of them are nice enough and well, like I never asked for a, a job because obviously they know if I'm taking you out for coffee, I'm interested in working. So don't ask for a job. Yeah. I would usually set up three or four like thought out questions, not like, not just the very tip of the iceberg questions, but like asking deep questions about their company about what they like about the job, about their culture, about the office, what's the environment like. And everyone that I talk to is willing to help you out by like, by not only giving you like thoughtful answers because you actually asked like a good question, but they are willing to help you because obviously they know that you're looking for a job and they could connect you with a bunch of other people. I got set up with 10 plus other people because of two or three people that I took out for coffee. Like I had a bunch of names written down and take notes. Like if you take notes during this conversation, it just shows the eagerness. It shows your willingness to learn and things like that. And if they have advice for you or whatever, don't take it personally or whatever. If they're trying to help you, don't try and be above them because you have no experience or if you do, it's not as much as them. 
So yeah, just be a sponge. Yeah, go out, talk to people, be a sponge, soak in as much information as you can, learn from them, and just keep putting yourself out there. That's my one advice that worked for me that I never thought I would be doing in first year. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly. It's funny because everything you just said about informational interviews is everything you just said, right? The only have a few questions, keep it focused on them, don't ask for a job. Yeah, because it leads places. And those yeah. were really helpful for me when I graduated many moons ago. I actually find it really easy now because it's such a mindset thing. So back when I played Terry basketball, I was bottom of the barrel. I was like, was probably the 11th or 12th guy. Only five guys play at once. So I'm not getting a lot of playing time. But I also understood that I took two or three years off before I played for the two year Wolfpack. I wasn't consistently playing. I was like a good player, good enough to play on a university team, but I didn't understand the systems they did. I didn't understand the culture of what the team was like. So I was a sponge then. And I learned how to take in information, ask questions, don't take anything personally. And it was just like, it's, it's such a mindset thing. I like to do my research, understand things before I go and apply or take someone out for, uh, for lunch or whatever. Yeah. So it naturally came easy to me because I have a mindset of let's learn, let's figure it all out rather than let's be the top dog or whatever. And, and I know more than you and I, and I deserve this job for whatever reason. Yeah. Good yeah. You. I'm so excited for you. I just Thank think this you. is going to be a great opportunity. Yeah, like everyone thinks it's so hard. Like everyone just wants to take the easy route, whether that's no matter what part of it. But in this situation, I'm just going to email them a resume and say, hey, I'm looking for a position. It's like, okay, well, I don't need that position right now. I don't know who you are. I'm just going to delete your email or throw your resume in the garbage or whatever. But I had a conversation with them. Whether it's communication or just building relationships, I found that it's easy to talk to people. And it's, it's just easy to lighten the mood in a sense by just having conversations that solves every problem. If you have one piece of advice, go talk to someone <laughs> about something, just have practice get, talking, <laughs> get good at having conversations. Cause you can have like an intellectual conversation about anything. It helps you in life. Yeah, for sure. So. Good. Once again, Wow. I really wish I would have had someone like Dean sharing their experiences when I was searching for a job or just starting out in my career. Such great advice for all of us. Building relationships is important both in your job search and in your career. Communication is a great tool for solving problems and moving forward with things. And that true lifelong learning approach. And as Dean said, that mindset of just trying to understand what's going on and what's important. As Dean says, go out there and be a sponge. Nothing is lost when you're learning something new. I'm so very grateful to Dean for his time and for sharing all of this with all of our listeners. I know that there is going to be tremendous value as you go back and listen to this again. Of course, you can reach out to Dean through LinkedIn. And if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, I encourage you to do that so that you never miss a future episode. 
Thanks so much for being here and for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. Take care. Bye for now.